You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. This is slowly turning into my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) With another episode of the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. Woo, fellas. I seen a team that looks like they're Super Bowl bound yesterday with this new quarterback in town. Back to where he belongs, Super Cam. I know we didn't pull it off the dub yesterday, but we'll get back to that. How was your weekend? Look, we I don't think we need to talk about what we did this weekend. I I just want to talk about this, man. And I and I really, because I, I know there's somebody out there that needs to hear this. We always, and y'all agree with me if you agree with me. Don't agree with me if you don't agree with me, okay? Because I'm going to ask for your, your, your uh-huh or your amen, okay? I, I was always taught to never give up. Y'all agree, right? No matter what we go through, we persevere as a people, whether it's a pandemic, whether it's the loss of a loved one, uh, whether it's a tragic accident, whatever the case may be, we shall overcome. Y'all agree? Correct. Time, you yeah, agree? Right. Yes, sir. Right. Time after time, our our community, as it relates to a human race, is facing extinction, whether it's through natural disasters whether it's through um, uh, uh, outside entities or whether it's through accidents. We all agree. We can't slow time down. We can't speed time up. And we can't make things happen before they should or shouldn't happen. You guys agree? Correct. I, I don't know where this is going, but correct. So so <laughs> this is what I don't understand. and I And for the life of me, I cannot understand this. I understand that there's people dying out there from this pandemic. I understand that there's people that we've lost in wars. I understand that, uh, you know, everybody's going through something. But this is what I will not understand. How in the hell do people put up Christmas decorations before Thanksgiving? If you agree with everything that I just said, how the hell do you put Christmas before Thanksgiving? I, in my opinion and in my eyes, what I think about people like that, all they want to do is receive. They're selfish as hell because family on Thanksgiving is you sitting around the table, uh, you know, you passing food and you tell what you're thankful for. Christmas is turned into one of those holidays where it's gift giving time or gift receiving time. So what you're telling the world is, is I don't love my family. Give me more gifts. This is what I'm getting. And then not only that, you're living a contradiction to life because you just agree with everything I said before, but then yet you still put up Christmas stuff. Please, somebody out there, help me understand why the hell is it okay for people to put up their Christmas stuff, even listening to Christmas music. The stations are already playing Christmas music. They act like Thanksgiving has already happened, and it has not happened, but it is this week. It happens this Thursday, and we're going to all come together, and we're going to celebrate that, minus the Christmas tree and the fat guy that comes down that gives out, gives out Christmas gifts. So somebody please help me understand this. Time, I'll let you go first on this one. You know what's funny? I actually have an expert in the area of this let me go grab her real quick we didn't talk about this before so i want to do a little impromptu bring my mom on the podcast so she can talk to y'all about why she puts christmas decorations up before thanksgiving let me go grab her real quick mama time back mama time back all right so gary you go i'm going to grab i'm letting you know right now i am absolutely i do not understand this at all (laughs) I don't understand this at all, and so, I'm trying to figure it out. While we wait for Mama time, I agree with you. I do not think that you should, because I feel like you're taking away from 
your time with your family for Thanksgiving, you just gloss over it. And I know a lot of people's argument is it's too short. It's only 25 days and decorations look amazing. So they want it out longer. The only ones I'll give a pass for, and cause I called it out cause somebody, I had one of my friends I know lives in Canada and he sets all his stuff up the day after Halloween. So I, I commented on it and he's like, in Canada, their Thanksgiving is before Halloween. So they have no Thanksgiving after Halloween. So they get a pass. So that's the only time. I, but like us, for us, we have Thanksgiving in between Halloween and Christmas. That is supposed to be your thanks for the family. And so I'm intrigued on what Mama Time's going to say because I think it's she's, she's going to try to open her eyes, but I feel like we still are going to be stuck because I think we believe that Thanksgiving should be celebrated first and then Christmas. Dude. All right, I have Mama Time right here. Yeah, okay. I, I, we, we definitely need to hear Mama Time's <laughs> point of view. Now, we love you now, Mama Time. Don't do anything to tarnish your relationship <laughs> with the people on this show because you now are also my mother. So I don't want to <laughs> go around telling people that I lost my mother to a conversation that I didn't agree with. Okay? See, that's the thing about family. No matter how bad you disagree, you always still love each other. True. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> True. <laughs> Ask my son. <laughs> he can tell you for sure about that. <laughs> so I, I need to hear why why this is even a thing. I, I and, and before you start, look, I I understand where people come to this thing where maybe their loved one may not make it to Christmas and they want to push that Christmas up. But the thing is, is like if even if it's before Thanksgiving, if you're trying to give them way too many holidays at one time, you're doing them a disservice in the first place. So I, I can't think in any situation where you should put Christmas before Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving is supposed to be the ultimate. Bring your family together. You sit around the table like back in the old times and you just enjoy each other's company for the fact that they're there, not because they're there to give you something. So this is going to be interesting. I want to hear this. Well, honestly, I just, it's a wonderful time of the year and it is about giving, but it's not even, so, it's not about the presents or anything like that. It's just the, the decorating, it just makes you feel good. And sometimes that's the time of year where more people are more depressed and just the decorations and everything can lift their spirits and everybody, everybody's different, but I just, love getting up in the morning having my coffee turn on my christmas tree lights now i will say that it's only the inside of my house that's decorated i still have my turkey flag outside so well, if you're gonna do that just keep them up all year <laughs> if you're not gonna have any respect for the holidays and in which order they fall in just keep them up all year put your decorations up every two days and then because they make you feel good just put them out let them let it flow if but that's no the it's not like that because if you have it every day then it's it's just normal, but and that's my whole point. You don't get Thanksgiving every day. So if you're gonna treat Christmas with so much specialness, then why don't you do that for any other days? Like this is very similar to to people celebrating their birthday the entire month. Month, like, yeah. It's it's right. You don't like that, but it's okay for you. Well, my birthday's on the thirty first, so it would really suck for me anyway. <laughs> you know, so. But yeah. you but you get you get my point though. Like I I just even. I understand that it makes you you happy for that certain period of time, but if it really makes you feel as good as you say it feels, then do it all year. No, I don't agree with you. It's still, well, it's still not the same. It, it's so, just not the same. So I have a compromise. Sorry, why don't know. they come out? <laughs> why, don't, why don't they come out with more Thanksgiving decorations? Why don't we have Thanksgiving themed lights and Thanksgiving themed things? So that way it leads you into the Christmas. Can we do that? Because to me, that'd be a compromise. You can be celebrating Thanksgiving with different color lights and different types of stuff that go with Thanksgiving feel. And then you take those down and just replace them with Christmas once Thanksgiving's over. To me, that would be a great compromise because now you're still getting the Thanksgiving celebration. You can still make it look good. And then you move right into Christmas. And all you have to do is just change out lights and plug back in. So, well, so have you... Have you always been like this, or has this just been like since the kids been grown? No, I was that way when they were little. I mean, I, I it's just I just enjoy it. But but uh, Gary, in reference to that, that's not a bad idea. I I think too partly because when people decorate for Christmas, it's so much work. I mean, yeah. it is a lot of work, 
and so you want to be able to enjoy it and that's that's the other part of that it is so much work to to get all of that out but gary you've got a pretty good idea there right, yeah. yeah just find a way to find the even balance between the two because there, obviously there's a lot of people on both sides a lot of people believe you can do everything before Thanksgiving. A lot of people believe you have to wait till the day after Thanksgiving. But here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. And this is what this is what I love about people like mom. Watch this. I bet you got a hard cutoff date though, don't you? I bet it's like, hey, I'm taking it down right before New Year's or the fourth or the fifth. There's a deadline in which you take it down though, isn't it? And you would be absolutely wrong. Ooh. Actually, <laughs> what I do <laughs> is I go from because you relate Christmas a lot to snowmen. So what I've started doing is I have snowmen that I put out after Christmas because then you get January, February, it really stinks because it's cold, it's depressing. And so I decorate with snowmen after, after that. So, Wishing for so snow, you, but never get it. <laughs> so she still has Christmas after, two months after Christmas. Now, I do take down my tree, although I take off the Christmas stuff off the tree, but then I have woodland animals and stuff on it that I leave up on the tree. And then in about February is when I take everything down. And then I'm depressed for a few months because there's no decorations. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whoa. <laughs> so Not really. <laughs> we'll make sure that we get time a therapist uh, to go with. <laughs> His holidays. That a long time ago. <laughs> no, with, no, with his holidays, because I he even I I understand what you're saying, but what's so because it's I understand what there, you, come on now. It, it's I'm struggling because <laughs> I I understand what you're saying, but I don't understand what you're saying because it because there's at some point you have to take them down or you're going oh. to take them down. So the <laughs> depression of like. I, it, well, now then you get ready and you start actually decorating for spring. So, eh, I mean, anybody who really decorates, they've kind of got something for every holiday just to get it out and change things around. So, so then you put stuff up so for I, spring. Hold, 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 hold on, Gary. Hold on, Gary. I got to ask this question because <laughs> this is a good one. So, Ma Mama Ty, while we were going through the pandemic and everything was shut down, when did you decide to decorate for Christmas and when did you take your Christmas decorations down? Because obviously everybody was going through a very hard time. Did you still stick to the same schedule or was your schedule thrown off by the pandemic? Oh gosh, no. I always usually, it's like the first weekend in November is when I put up my decorations for Christmas. Like I said, I just decorate the inside. I leave my turkey on the outside and my wreath on the door. But then that day after Thanksgiving, bam, all that changes. I don't do a lot of stuff out in my yard. And like, you know, my daughter and them, they have all these inflatables. Of course, they have little kids. And um, so they, they do the outside, but I don't have time for all that. <laughs> so how early do you uh, decorate for Halloween? Um, usually. She don't even care about that's Halloween. That's not true. I have, I have, I have a, a beautiful sign that says, um, I know how to drive a stick. Thank you. And I, I, I post, uh, I hang that on the wall. So usually the, about the beginning to middle of September, I, I put my Halloween stuff out. So, so at least you're consistent. You you celebrate each holiday earlier, but the thing is, I, if it is feel like you don't get, you're not able to give a full decoration aspect for Thanksgiving because Christmas, there are, it falls in between the two. You only really only have one month. So you don't get a full. Right. Now I got time. This goes to you. Do you Fine, still follow what oh, you're saying? You Hang on do, a second. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. I thought he was listening at the same time. So time. Do you follow what your mom's tradition is? Do you celebrate, decorate before, or you still wait till after Thanksgiving? Me? Yes, you. Well, see, the thing that you don't understand about that, Gary, is not up to me. It's up to Cynthia. <laughs> And Cynthia <laughs> is an early decorator like my mom. So she, it's funny because she actually, um, I told her, I was like, we had this talk. I was like, listen, tonight's Halloween. That don't mean tomorrow's Christmas. Because this is what happened to Cynthia last year. She started playing Christmas music right after Halloween. So then time it came to Christmas, I was like, let's listen to some Christmas music. Let's watch a Christmas movie. She's like, I don't really feel like it. So she's already. 
already listened to music for so long. And I brought that up because she had Christmas music on the other day. I said, you going to wear yourself out on Christmas music again? She goes, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I just, I just want to listen to something else. I'm like, no. If you start too early, you, you ain't going to enjoy the cheer at the right time. And so you're so, going <laughs> So before Cynthia, you did not decorate or anything before Thanksgiving, correct? Yeah, I mean, I'm a guy. I don't really decorate. So, so you didn't pick up the same <laughs> tradition in your, from your mom. <laughs> no, I, I didn't pick it up. I also, I also, I think that also allows me to uh, be prepared for somebody like Cynthia that does want to decorate <laughs> after Halloween, so that uh, you know we won't be having a back and forth uh, about when the Christmas too tree easy goes to up. deal with. Well, right. I'm just let you know, I'm one of those guys that was raised that you celebrate Christmas after Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving ends at twelve o'clock when Black Friday starts. Black so Friday. <laughs> at, yes, at midnight I will be playing, blasting Christmas music, waking all the kids up, and we're gonna be decorating. Like at twelve o'clock midnight. And my oldest daughter always says, "But I have to go to school the next day." I was like, "You ain't been bothered about school up until this point, and y'all out." And I have to remind her that they're out of school for that day, but. She just like, oh, dad, it's just so late. Every year, it's the same conversation. And I love it because now when they grow up, I know that they're going to do the same thing. When when I'm dead and gone and they're like, yeah, my dad was a stickler for that. You remember? And that's going to bring them together and going to make them even closer. So, I mean, your mother, like, I look, you know, I don't. I mean, it was a little child abuse in there, it sounds like, but it's cool. <laughs> I mean, you came out great, huh? Well, we will just agree to disagree on this. <laughs> yes, yes, Baba Time. I still love you guys, but, you know, it's just my favorite time of the year. What can I say? And like I said, it's not about presents, because Lord knows I much. hate shopping. I hate going shopping. But well, I just. And it's not- not everyone's about present, but there are a bunch that do that. That's what that worries about. So that's part of it. It just we ha- you have to lump in people that do it before Thanksgiving and after. There's no really separating. Now, that's the now, thing. Now keep this in mind now, Mama Time. I want you to accept everything that come with Christmas. The traffic, the I, I'm talking about all the bad stuff that come with it too. I want you to embrace all that around that holiday that you love so much. <laughs> I can just sit at home and enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy it at my house. I don't have to get out in that traffic. You don't get it. I can stay home with my beer and my lights and just enjoy myself. I love it. I love it. Well, Mama Tom, we appreciate you coming on to give some expert opinion, expert analysis on the uh, post-Halloween Christmas season. Well, happy Thanksgiving, may it be. Yeah, there we go. Thank you so much, Mama Tom. I know that I know it took a lot to get that out of you. Not at all. Not at all. I like turkey as good as anybody. I'm I'm assuming that your your house is not the central location for Thanksgiving. We're gonna get into that as well, too. We could tell just by how your holidays are set up, you're not the central location at all. I don't know why the mic keep you knowing. Time. Okay, PG. You know we're very actually non-traditional at Thanksgiving. To be honest, we've we've been like to people's houses and get invited over. You know, growing up, we've never been. My brother lived here. We'd always go there, and so we're very non-traditional. I think one Chris or one Thanksgiving. I think we did spaghetti. Look, I see. <laughs> Habits are hard to get to, to kill, but I tell you, she she made spaghetti with maple syrup. For Thanksgiving one year, just like Buddy the Elf. That's how big of a Christmas nut she is. <laughs> <laughs> That's that fine. But we did eat spaghetti one time. <laughs> but no, sometimes though, my kids, I would cook and then they don't come home and eat, and that only gets me ill. So it's yeah. like, why bother? Okay, so you so blame uh, so it's the kids' fault. I blame them too. No, 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 no. I'm not blaming the kids. So let me let me let me make sure I'm I'm trying to draw this timeline, Mama Time. This is what I'm trying to this is what I'm trying to do. So I, I, this is what I'm trying to assess, and I'm a hundred percent be wrong about it, but I'm gonna shoot it out there anyway. So because you guys are from a non-traditional Thanksgiving, maybe that plays a part and a role in why you like Christmas so much over Thanksgiving, and you could care whether or not you celebrate it or not. And the fact that your house has never 
ever been up for a central location that you just like, all right, we going, who house are we going over? Like maybe that's plays a role in why you don't really like Thanksgiving is like, man. That could possibly be it. But then again, to have your house decorated when people came over, you know, that would still be okay with me. But no, that's, I will give into that partially. I that bet favorite. I bet the central location for Christmas is your house, huh? No, actually, it's over at my daughter's house. Really? Uh huh. She got the most kids. Well, she's got three now. <laughs> okay. They gave me last year. Okay. I got two grandbabies for for Christmas. This year, I got okay. two more for Christmas. So they've they've all been busy. Aren't we such good kids? <laughs> oh, no, they're, they're, their Christmas stocking money is going to be really depleted this year. <laughs> Dude, all these babies coming. <laughs> Oh, that that's well, when I had my first kid, that was the last time my mom ever bought me something. It was uh-huh. all to the kids. <laughs> they only get stockings from me, although it's a good stocking. That's always been their favorite thing anyway. Look, this is how I know. This is how I know that once the grandbabies come, you ain't you ain't shit anymore. I go to give my mom a hug yesterday. <laughs> Walk right by. She reaches up with one arm and starts patting me on the back, giving you that little side hug, like ah, I guess I gotta hug you. <laughs> I'm like, you better hug me with two hands and two arms and squeeze me like I was your first baby. <laughs> I, I I don't know about that time. Like I I that's interesting. We got to talk about that one. I don't. I mean, at your age though, and with all the kids that you got, you I, she probably should have pat you on the back like, boy, you a you you need to get yourself together and your life together. Maybe that's what she's saying instead of hugging you. Maybe she don't want to hug you and make you think that what you're doing is okay. <laughs> I like it, Mama Ty. You got to be real subtle about it. I like it, Mama Ty. Well, we appreciate you guys tuning in for another episode of Simmons Sugar Podcast. <laughs> now, I appreciate you coming on, Mama. All right. See y'all later. See you later. Uh, uh, she's absolutely amazing. But as it relates to Thanksgiving, uh, I know it's the holidays. Everybody's in the holiday spirit and Thanksgiving is in a few days. I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm ecstatic about it. My house is a central location for Thanksgiving. Just to let y'all know, uh, maybe that's one of the reasons why we don't skip this holiday, but we got family and stuff coming in town. I want to ask you guys this question. If I'm beefing with somebody in the family and it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, one of those major holidays. Do I just squash the beef, go and act like nothing happened? Or do I not show up and let the family know, like, yo, we beefing? I think uh, I think it would depend on what the situation is. I think if it's... No, if I'm it's talking some... about regardless of the situation. I'm talking about regardless of the situation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I said, I think yes, unless it's some extreme situation. Then Even no. if it's an extreme situation, having to squash it. I'm talking about just... Any situation at all. You can go with the worst case versus the best case. I'm talking about just make it vanilla across the board, Gary. It's either a yes or a no. Again, I don't know if it is easy as just yes or no, but so I would probably go with no because there are the extreme cases that I would say no. Okay, and you're saying no because of the extreme cases. Just be, just because of the extreme cases. If it's just you're arguing with somebody and y'all haven't talked in like a, like a month, that should be squashed. But if it's something serious, then if it, if it warrants it, then yeah, I don't think you need to squash it because I think there are situations where you, fam, some family members are some stuff goes on with them and they're bad. But, and you don't but now, well, hold, now, hold up now, hold up now, gear, hold up now. Like even when Mama Time first came on, she said we go through stuff, we fall out, we fight, but you still family, you still love each other. Now you can't say that right. and also say what you're saying too, though, gear. It, it, it doesn't make sense. No, I think you can. I think there are extreme cases. Uh, even with the extreme cases, Gary, I'm saying that the, and there's some that are non-extreme to us, but extreme to other people. This is the reason why I don't agree with what you're saying. Because to you, uh, may not be extreme, but to the other person that we're talking to, it can be extreme to them. So the the that that's that's a cop out if you ask me. So that's why I'm saying it's either yes or no. I will just go with no then if it's gotta be black or white. I don't think it is. There's a little bit of gray area, so I'm gonna say no because of the extreme cases. Okay. 
All right. I respect it. What about you, Tom? Yeah, I, I'm kind of more in, on board with where Gary's at because I think there is, you know, gray areas. You know, it depends on what happened. But uh, for the most part, I'd say no. Okay. I'm a, I treat Thanksgiving like uh, I treat Thanksgiving like the Jungle Book movie. You know, Thanksgiving is where everybody got to come around the water and hold during the dry season. And we all get along regardless of what our differences are, who we ate before, who we fought to before. So that's my analogy of how Thanksgiving is. We all come to the table regardless of what we done did with each other, how extreme it is. We come together, we eat, we talk. And as soon as 12 o'clock hit, we back mad at each other. It's cool. It's, it's okay. But that's where we come together and we 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 fellowship. You know what I'm saying? And everybody, you understand the reference that I'm making as it relates to the Jungle Book, right, Gary? Yes, of course. Right, Tom. You remember they were all at the water hole, uh, prey and uh, predator, and they were eating. I mean, they were drinking and stuff. And they was like, you know, we can't wait till the dry season over with so we can really, you know what I'm saying? That's that's That should be the Thanksgiving table. But obviously, y'all don't agree with that. Uh, like all in the extreme cases. Okay. All right. What 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 food what food has to be on the Thanksgiving table in order for you to show up, Gary? Uh, candy yams with marshmallows on top. <laughs> you know, Gary Sweet Tooth gotta have that. Gary. <laughs> That's so, literally, so my mom's making so my mom's making Thanksgiving. And uh, she's like, oh, I just want to make a smaller one. So she mentioned some things. I was like, uh, you forgot something. And I said, <laughs> no, you got to have sweet potatoes and yams. That's what I need to have that with my marsh- with my marshmallows. on. T- oh, yeah, we'll have that. I'm like, All right, perfect. I was like, that's got to be in there. That's a staple for me. Okay. What about you, Ty? Hot water cornbread. 100% hot water cornbread. What you looking like that for, D? Where you eating hot water cornbread from, Tom? <laughs> I messed with you because you brought that up last year. Boy, had me shook just now. I'm like, hold up. Who are you? You must be going over to the live house for Thanksgiving. Right, I'm going to the live house. You going to the live house, man. That's the only way you're going to get some hot water cornbread. <laughs> For me, I hate you, bro. I hate you. I hate you. What what has to be on the table, though? Green bean casserole for sure. That's my favorite. Green bean casserole. Yes, sir. White, white. You white, white. It's got extra raisins in it. Or is that potato salad? I can't remember which one you're supposed to put raisins. Are you are you serious? Are you like (laughs) you joke? Like is it really green bean casserole? It is green bean casserole, yeah. It really is. That is my favorite thing. Who's making this green bean casserole? Is it any green bean casserole? Um, it's usually my mom. But you know what's uh, really good is uh, Cynthia's dad actually has a really good recipe that she got from him. And she made it last year. And it's the best green bean casserole I've ever had. So I'm going to tell mama time. <laughs> but okay. it was because they make it with like actual green beans and like three different types of green beans and so it was just it was really so your good. mom uses fake green beans is what you're saying yeah she uses them canned things oh <laughs> uh, okay so I she ain't out there she ain't, hey, if she ain't out there snapping peas and stuff like that uh, we, yeah. it ain't real right it ain't real i i would have to huh my my would be greens with turkey in them with hot water cornbread that combination like i if that screams Thanksgiving for me. Soul food on the table. And I know it may be shocking to y'all, but yes, it's absolutely, it's the greens, the hot water cornbread, the uh, dressing, not stuffing. I don't even know how y'all eat that. Like, how do y'all eat stuffing, bro? You got to have someone that makes it good. That's why. Oh, yeah. It's different. When you eat when you eat good stuffing, it's a whole different I'm going to tell game. you what I just heard. I'm going to tell you what I just heard. Everybody that you sound like everybody I ever talked to. Anytime that you say you don't eat something, everybody's response is, is you ain't had it cooked right. I don't, I don't, maybe I just don't like it. No, I doubt it. You haven't had it good. Oh, it was gross, bro. 
It's gross, <laughs> definitely. And I don't, I've been, and I got to ask this question again. What's the, is there a difference between dressing and stuffing? And if there is, what is that difference? There, it's the same thing, just a different name. See, I don't know if stuffing originated from the fact that, you know, some people put it in the turkey. Correct. That's still dressing, though, right? Yes. It's, yeah, it's the think... same exact thing. It's just a different name. They just, I think stuffing was when they put it actually into the turkey. Dressing is it's literally the same thing if you eat it out. I guess it's when, it, when you do what? What? When you eat it out of the uh, turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were back in 50 Shades of Gary. In relation in relation to food, how often do you eat that you're the combination that you have to have for you would be the greens with turkey and the hot water cornbread and for time would be the green bean casserole for me would be the uh, candy yams and marshmallows. How often do you eat it other than Thanksgiving though? I I eat it probably <sighs> eight to ten times a year but i have to have that combination if i'm gonna eat turkey and dressing and 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 yams and you know what i'm saying like i for years and i'm gonna continue and i'm gonna double down on this and i know it's gonna piss people off but macaroni and cheese is not a side dish on thanksgiving correct and we don't have it so time what about you how often do you eat yours I love that he mutes so much. I don't know why he mutes so much. We're trying to talk to him. Well, so for me, for me, I, I, you know, it's funny because I actually had this epiphany last year. Uh, It's almost like, (laughs) you know how you got those underwear that got holes in them and you you sit and think to yourself, why do I have all these underwear that I don't ever wear? I can just go out and buy myself new underwear. Or like, you know, it's like same thing with with this, this food. Like, why do I wait to Thanksgiving to eat something I love so much when I can just go out and make it? I think we're just so used to like having it at a certain time. Or like that con that concept of oh I guess I gotta deal with it I gotta do you know what I'm saying it's just like uh-huh. I, I I talked to Cynthia about last year I was like I need to eat green bean casserole more than just at Thanksgiving because I love it so much and she's like well then we'll make it <laughs> but it's just one of those things I think you just don't think about it until you know Thanksgiving's coming around you're like oh yeah it's green bean casserole time so I disagree just because I feel like the only reason I only eat candy yams with marshmallows at thanksgiving and christmas there is no other time throughout the the whole year that i eat those i only do on those holidays and i think the reason why i think you should have one food that one of your favorite foods for it is because it knows you're only going to eat it on this time and it's it's remnant of that holiday that's why i like it versus because i'll eat candy yams still but i'm not going to ever have the marshmallows on them until it's the holiday that's that's the thing. So for me, that's the only time I will ever eat them is on those holidays because it just it, to me it correlates with Thanksgiving and then with Christmas. Okay. So the, what I think that correlates with Thanksgiving, uh, now that we're on that, and I do feel the way that you feel, mm-hmm. uh, is sweet potato pie. I don't eat sweet potato pie all okay. year, or cause I know it could be cooked, but sweet potato pie for me correlates to thanksgiving i gotta have a sweet potato pie when i when i get there i'm putting that thing in the microwave i'm gonna warm it up because i like my warm hot you know what i'm saying and i eat Mm. half the pie because i'm like dang i ain't gonna get it any other time of the year exactly thanksgiving and i'm talking about we doing four or five or six pies because i know i'm not gonna get it again it's the same thing with like halloween halloween is the only time i ever eat a pumpkin pie I don't eat it any other time. We only eat pump. I don't even eat it for Christmas. I don't eat it for Thanksgiving. I only eat pumpkin pie Halloween time. I don't have a special meal, but that's the only time that I eat it. Yeah, that's that's gross. I don't eat pumpkin pie. (laughs) (laughs) Now, D, now D, I know that you uh, said that Christmas for you starts on Black Friday. Yeah, I gotta ask you a question: Is Black Friday getting out of hand? Because I feel like Black Friday started November first this year. Like, it seems like Black Friday keeps moving back and back and back, you know, because it's like, hey, Black Friday's starting on Thursday, doorbusters, blah, blah, blah. Like, when's the madness going to stop? And, like, when is the actual best deal going to be there? My sister was just talking to me this morning about this. Like, with all these Black Friday sales going on already, it's like, what's the actual deal going to be on Black Friday? Is it actually, it's like Black Friday not even going to be a thing in a few years because it's going to be Black November? 
I I don't I'm I'm not in the market of buying anything. Uh so I wouldn't know why I I hadn't looked at our consumer market. The only problem I think that we're going to have is that we're still kind of going through those pandemic times and there's a lot of there's a lot of political forces at hand. I think that Black Friday and I'm calling it before we get here, back Black Friday this year will be used as a political tool on both sides to draw people away from Black Friday. Only because like all these like massive deals uh that they're having right now, they're going to have to get that shit away on Black Friday. Like if it's 2 for 1 right now, I'm going to need a 7 for 1 on right. Black right. Friday. <laughs> Because right. yeah, and and I'm looking at that. Like we're we, I, you know, we look at certain things like, uh, and I don't know about y'all, but we go to like, uh, my wife's a huge like Amazoner, okay, mm-hmm. and you know, we there's two dates that she looked for. That's Black Friday deals, and then that's Cyber, not Cyber Monday, but when they have Amazon, uh, oh uh, yeah, Amazon Day. Yeah, Amazon Day. Those days right there are, you know, the days that she pay attention to. But as a result, though, are the deals driving the special toy or is it like we used to do when we look at something and be like, oh, we like that toy? I mean, are the toys coming because they on sale and that they're cheap and that they come with a deal? Are you you I there's a lot of questions that I have as it pertains to Black Friday, because I really feel like that Black Friday really drives this holiday that your mom put before Thanksgiving. <laughs> so have y'all actually been to Black Friday shopping? <clears throat> no, that's what I see on the I've note. been I've been once. Okay, so just for clarification, I've seen tons of the stuff. I've actually looked, I've been one time. You've been to well. Black Friday? Once. Okay. Uh and I said never again. Right. Uh, <laughs> so you see all these deals. You see all these deals, but what people don't realize is the deals that they're giving are on older models of things that they can't sell. And it's a way for them to unload stock that they have of old stuff so they can get in new stuff and put the normal price. And people don't realize that. Or, yeah. or it's off-brand yeah. stuff. Nothing you said is deterring me from Black Friday. I'm okay with an older model. I'm <laughs> no, not trying I know to this, sell it. But I'm stuff. saying, but I'm saying like they might mark they'll say, oh, it's marked off to this. But it might be like ten dollars off, and people don't really realize it because it's an old model. When they go look at, it, they see the same exact TV, but they don't look at the model number, and the model number's a different model. They don't realize that they have a good way of tricking people with the way they do it, which it's amazing by them. And people don't look at it because they just see a deal, a deal, a deal. I've done this multiple times at the grocery store. You go see the grocery store, you see buy one get one free. You look at the price, you're like. It's literally the same exact price if I buy two. Like, it's not, they up the price, so it makes it look like you're getting a deal and you're going to buy them. And it's not at all. But people don't pay attention to it. I'm not getting into you. I'm not, because you're going to take me down that path and I'm just going to rant and I'm going to rant and I'm going to rant and I'm going to rant. So I don't want to get on like that consumer and who getting a deal, who not getting a deal, because I've had this conversation until I was blue in the face that that buy to get three free crap. We will have one of these later then. Does not work if you was going in there to just get one. That's not a deal. But it's crazy. We ain't going to get into that. We'll get into that down the road. Yeah, we'll get into that down the road. I do want to mention real quick how great Gary's background with that tiger poking in looks. Like, I didn't realize Gary He's a Memphis fan. He's a a Memphis Memphis fan now. Yeah, well, we won more (laughs) games than his college has. I don't know about that one. We might be about the same. Oh, Okay. Oh. All right. How many wins your team got right now? I, I don't want to talk about it. Can we talk uh, about professional sports? Oh, I'm saying. I Can know we how talk many about professional we sports? <laughs> can we talk about professional sports? Can we get into this? I mean, we, we, can, we did we used to play. Can we uh, Can we talk about sports? Can we talk? So, I'm back. Yeah. I'm yeah. back. Yeah, I'll love to get into it because all three of our teams lost this week. Gary, we want to talk about the good stuff. I'm back. <laughs> Let's talk about. We, we will, but I got I got an update that all three of her teams lost, but I'm still looking good because I still got the best record. So I'm just I just had to keep reiterating. I'm working on this money. It has nothing to do with the best record. It's about who goes deeper in the playoffs. You got to make it to the playoffs. If you don't have the record, you're not. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm. We still in the hunt. We still in the hunt. Now I don't know about that team. We're still leading in the hunt, but okay. Okay. All right. Okay. 
All right, now now we can talk. Uh, so time, I would love to get your response because you made comment on it. I feel like it was in a joking so, manner. So so hold on, hold on. Can we discuss before time goes into yeah. that? Cam comments about PJ Walker and how he played last week versus the numbers that Cam had this well, week. Well, that's why I wanted to hear Time's opinion first. I was okay. getting right into that. You stole my thunder. Okay, my bad. Typical cinnamon. <laughs> Still in the well, fight think, from shit. I think that Cam played well yesterday. I was more about our defense not being able to stop the. So, so can, can we clarify this? So, you said Cam played well, and literally it was almost verbatim the exact stats PJ Walker had in the previous game where you said PJ Walker did not play well. Oh, yeah, touchdowns? Uh, no, they put Cam in to steal him instead of letting P.J. Walker get him. <laughs> okay. So, so there's a difference because they didn't let PJ, they didn't give P.J. <laughs> Walker the opportunity. There's the problem. It was the same exact – almost the same exact attempts and completions, almost the same exact yards, and they let Cam milk those touchdowns. Like, you know in fantasy, one guy drives all the way down, we'll put a different back in to get the touchdown. That's what they did at quarterback to P.J. Walker last week. So I'm just right. saying, almost like identical three touchdowns, stats. that's the difference. If, if P.J. Walker would have had three touchdowns last week, I'd have been like, they oh, yeah, that's right. Because they milked it from him. They didn't let him because they, they wanted the cam train to be back. That was the only reason. But stats-wise, game-wise, they were very similar players. They literally, it was like and, they were, and how many interceptions did Cam have? Huh? Zero. He had exactly. one for PJ Walker. Exactly. So, okay. okay. So that's so, what I'm saying. The fandom, you're you're blocking because of fandom. You won't be you no. won't be factual or truthful. So, and so Cam's passer rating on. was 120. So this is what we you have to matters. understand. You have to understand that we're arguing with a guy that has a longer career. He we're arguing against a guy that has a career. Versus a guy that's trying to jumpstart his career. So that this is like the LeBron James, Steph Curry argument. Like, oh, they're different. Like, they're different times. And, like, LeBron's old. And, like, y- there's a lot to go into this. So because there's a lot to go into this, let's just look at them as quarterbacks, Tom. Uh, Gary, let's just look at them as quarterbacks. Right. If you look at just the numbers, just the numbers, not the situation, just the numbers, you would say that these two players played the same. Correct, Tom? No. I just said Cam had three touchdowns. P.J. Walker didn't have any, and he had an interception. Cam had no interceptions. But why That's did literally a huge difference. As I said, why well, did P.J. Walker not have it? He would have had two touchdowns. But no, what they do? They took him out. So and put this Cam is, what did he have? We don't I, know I, that. You I'll, can't tell you, I, that I'll tell you, this is, this, is the, this is the argument that you're having right now, Gary. I just want to make sure you know no. what argument you're locked into. And I've had this argument with myself. So when Smash and Dash was a team, Chris Johnson and uh, Lindell White, Lindell White would have six carries for four yards and four touchdowns, and Chris would have 12 carries, 123 yards, and uh, like averaging an eight-point yard, but wouldn't have any touchdowns because he had got stopped right before the one-yard line, and they would go in. Who had a better game? Chris Johnson. But when you look at it like you got to score touchdowns in order for you to score touchdowns. I don't see it that win. way. See, that's the thing. You don't, don't see it I'm that not... way because you played in the National Football League. Correct. You know I what understand work how it works. It take. Yes. But from a fan's perspective, because of fantasy football, Gary, because of fantasy football, and these guys have never played, numbers matter. And if no, you get in here. Go... If, if you look at the games, P.J. Walker's game is pedestrian without touchdowns and with the interception. He just had a small amount of yards. Yes, Cam had a small amount of yards, but he still had three touchdowns, two in the air, one on the ground, and no interceptions. That's a big yeah. difference. That's a huge difference. Again, it's, just, it's like he just said. If they put in Lindell White to get the one-yard rush. They put in Cam Newton to get a two-yard rushing touchdown away from P.J. Walker. That's exactly what they did. But again, they got scored, exactly. That's, I'm, I just said that. I just – everything – I know said, that, but he's not he's listening not again. He's not trying to hear that. No, I'm saying, but to hear that. I think – so, answer the question. Would Lindell White had a better game than Chris Johnson then? So, it – no. But what I'm saying okay, is – so that's common sense. But what you're not saying – what you're not taking into account is everything else is the same. It's not like P.J. Walker threw for 400 yards and didn't have a touchdown. No, 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 no. Tom, 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 Tom. I think I see where the the, the miscommunication is coming from. Let's just forget this game with Cam right now, okay? (laughs) Let's talk about – no, 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 just just hear me out. Let's talk about the first game 
when Cam came back, when P.J. Walker had an average game, if you want to say that that's what he had, he had an average game. I mean, P.J. Walker. Average? Do you think it was above average, D'Angelo? I, I think it was above average for this <laughs> reason. This is why I say it was above average for this reason. P.J. Walker was a starter in that game and moved that offense. The quarterback they interviewed was Cam. They interviewed Cam like he was the starter, and everybody was like, oh, we're going to the Super Bowl because he had six plays, two or three touchdowns. That's the classic Chris Johnson, Lindell White. And Do that, you that's agree? That's the whole argument we're Do making. Do you agree? No. No. You don't agree that that's not because the same. Because quarterback is a different position, first of all. There's, there's only Kemp two different had ways. had rushing touchdowns, bro. He had rushing right? touchdowns in that game. So if you don't take P.J. Walker out and you keep him in, he does the same thing Cam does, and now does he, he has a rushing touchdown. Yes. He? But does he? We don't know uh, that he does yes. that. He, if he's, he's moving the ball down the field, so you can't say he got him to the right? one-yard line. Right. But like, that doesn't mean – you, know, you, as two guys who like to throw out that you played the game, you know how hard getting that one yard can be. It was first down. He would have three downs to try and get it. Don't even you, – you waste your time. Gonna, you're, you're you waste your time. Like you, you waste your time. I, no, what, what we're not going to do – hold on, Garrett. Garrett uh-uh. We shelving that. We shelving that. Uh-uh. Because no. cause we're getting ready to get off, and I want to make sure that we talk about that dirty player out there in L.A. Oh, we, that's what we're not going <laughs> to skip over this podcast. <laughs> That's not what we're going to skip over, and that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to get us to where we run out of time so we don't talk about how dirty LeBron is. So, so you tell me, Ty. Can we go ahead and get into it? Correct. I was going to say, do you think that was on purpose? Not if he was sorry and didn't mean to do it, but did he do that on purpose? I think that he hit him on purpose. I don't think he Thank meant you. to hit him in the face. But you hit him on purpose, right? That's all, all right. we wanted to yeah. clarify. Did you hear what you just said? What I'm saying is I think he, like, you know, if you're playing ba- basketball, which I know y'all boys don't play, but, like, you try to give, like, somebody a swing to kind of get him off of you, you don't necessarily mean to hit him in the face like that. And if you look at it, I do see, like, where his hand slips off of him. If you, like, watch it real close in, like, slow motion. On oh, ESPN's I did. We Instagram. did. 100% watch You can see where his hand slips off of uh, Isaiah's hand, and, and it kind of, like, forces his hand to go down straight into his face. But I do think LeBron was trying to get physical with him and, like, give him, like, a, all right, get off me body type movement. But I, that, that's why I don't think – because and the reason I say that is because right after he does it, he starts to apologize. If you did that on purpose, like, and you're trying to hit him, you ain't, you ain't, you're, like, getting ready for the next move. You're not trying to sit there and apologize. You're, you're... We, we are talking about LeBron, the king of, I don't want to have any issues. I don't want to have any issues and all that kind of stuff. So, of course, he's going to apologize. In the slow-mo video – you can see his hands open and it goes to fist before he hits. So to say that, oh, I watched the slow mo and I don't think he actually intended, I don't think he intended him in the face, but I think he definitely intended to hit him because he closed his fist in the middle of that action from open hand to a fist and it hit him right in the face. So do I think that was dirty? Yes, because you don't need to hit anybody. Just like I think, just I'm going to roll it back. I think Cam Hayward last night. When he rolled over Justin Herbert and tackled him, he punched him in the stomach and got away with it. But again, now, I'm, re- I'm rewatching it right now. If you look at it, his hand's not in a fist when it hits him. Rewatch it. No, re- re- rewatch it. <laughs> I watched it 17 times. Last I'm watching time. it real close right now, and his hand is open whenever because his left his left pinky uh, like drags across his lip because his hand's not in a, a fist. So can I? Hey, but let me tell you something real quick. This is how I want to tell y'all. I am so proud of LeBron because you know what? That's the fire that they need to light under LA's ass to win that game. And they came something because they're terrible. They are looking bad. But you know what? I think this. Hey, hey, he finally admitted something. LeBron's team. LeBron is a leader, and if you just saw what that man did for that team yesterday, and I just can't believe. I'm just kidding. Even I, saw somebody, I feel like I'm on Nick Wright uh, level right now trying to spin that. <laughs> Bro, look, right. look, I, I, I just want to say this. This is what I think happened. I've been in this situation before. Gary's also been in this situation. Time, I'm also sure you was in this situation where you're upset playing a game or something like that and somebody grab you real quick and you like kind of snatch away. And like when you snatch away, 
you like you mean it when you snatch away, but you don't really mean what happened after you snatch away. Right, right. 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 So now imagine doing it in the reverse way where, you know, he felt somebody grabbing him and he, you know, he kind of throws his hand back real hard in a way of like, hey, man, get your hand off me. And he connect like, oh, snap. But when you're on live TV and everybody got a reputation and you trying to fight the reputation, because every time we say that LeBron James is soft, all his fans come to their defense and so does himself. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we we understand. I'm going to tell you the, the greatest line Kanye West has ever said. And I, and, and I know people are like, man, are you going to quote Kanye West? Like, yeah, because it was a great line. They, they was talking about his beef with Drake. And he said, Drake ain't going to do nothing. He ain't going to do nothing at all. And he was like, well, how you know? He was like, because we both rich. Neither one of us want to risk that. I was like, damn. Kanye really said, he said, man, right? we. That's the next said, level. That's what I'm saying. That's what he said. We both rich. They both rich. LeBron ain't going to do nothing, bro. Isaiah ain't going to do nothing. Yeah, y'all heated. Y'all Ooh, may know. fight it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was mad, but no, I'm, but saying, is, but I'm talking had, about like I'm talking like, about like had, nothing like fatal is gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? He like, was squared up face to face with LeBron. If he was really about trying to do something, he would have done it right then. Nah, bro. He wanted LeBron, bro. I don't give a damn what no, you said. Actually, at the like, end, I, I have seen, and, and I, I will double down on this every time I say this. Every basketball player that I've ever seen in the NBA. Most of them, 99.9% of them are soft as hell. That boy Isaiah, that point oh oh one, he was want he wanted that. He ain't give a damn. He had got ejected already, and they was trying to get him off the court. He was leaking, bleeding, and every time he tasted his blood, he was like, because you can't get this back. And I'm gonna tell you what his thought process was. This is Isaiah's thought process. Okay, LeBron James fouled him. He saw it was LeBron. Somebody probably said something to him and he realized, yo, I'm on national TV and this man just punched me. And I got a reputation. Well, well, and like I got to get that back. Like you, said, that back. Like you said, I'm pretty sure Russell Westbrook didn't help it trying to square up and all that kind of stuff. And at when that first happened, he wasn't bleeding. So I think when he realized he drew blood and busted his eye or whatever, I think that's when it kicked in the anger. That's why I don't think he had the anger right away because he didn't know he was busted open. But when he was busted open, I think that's when it all changed. Just like I feel like it, and who can blame him? Like in that situation, it felt like you got punched. You're going to feel a certain type of way, even if it's an apology or not. And then you start bleeding, you're going to feel a certain type of way because of that. And I think that's why his reaction was at first he was listening. And then once he saw, felt he started having blood coming down his face, that's when it changed for him. Right. Yeah. So uh, you're the NBA. How do you handle this situation? Not you, Tom. I'm going to ask you in a few minutes. How many game suspensions are you handing out? If you handed out any, are you going to slap one on the wrist and put one and throw the book at the other one? Or you just got to throw the book. How are you handling this? If you're the NBA commissioner, how am I raining down on LeBron James and how am I raining down on Isaiah if I need to do that? LeBron's not going to get suspended. He'll be fine. They're not going to do anything. I think Simmons, uh, Isaiah might get – he might get one game just because of all the stuff afterwards and because he's a rookie. I think they might throw one game at him or whatever, but I don't think uh, anything will happen to LeBron. But I don't think it's going to be anything harsher than one game well, because he never threw a punch. I think – Right. Think just running might give him one game. I well, the commissioner needs to take action here, and this young man needs to realize that he cannot come at the king like that. And so, I think he needs to be gone for the rest of the season for even looking at LeBron bad after LeBron barely hit him in the face, and he wants to act like a grown child running at people trying to fight over this. I think a message needs to be sent. You can't come at the king. Well, I, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm so gonna tell we, you something, Gary. I mean, not Gary. I'm gonna tell you sometime, and and <laughs> this may not have happened to you yet, but it has happened to me, and this is the only way that I can compare it to. And I have had this happen to me. And if you're a parent out there, it's going to happen to you. I love my kids to death, bro. Like absolutely to death. They could do anything to me that they want to because they're at that age right now where they're still cute as a button. But even then, when we're playing and they accidentally hit me too hard, I square up with them like, hey, and have to like get myself together. Like, so you gonna tell me, you gonna t- you you laughing because everybody, so you gonna true. tell me that Isaiah was wrong? 
But squared <laughs> up with LeBron after being punched in the face, he finna get this work. Actually happened to me last week. Braden was sitting there, and I'm just like laying, and he wanted me to do something for him. So this man came and just smacked me in the head. I'm like, hey, that's what I'm saying. Like, but you gonna tell me you want Isaiah to have some decorum? Maybe to get this work. So, so, so time is the uh, the Skip Bayless for LeBron. Find every reason to defend LeBron, like Skip Bayless finds every reason to hate LeBron. Right. Time is the opposite. He's the <laughs> hero that they, that LeBron needs. I got cape up for my boy. But yeah, no, I I I hope nobody gets suspended, honestly. Um, but you know, we'll see. Uh if LeBron gets a game, oh well. I you know, if anybody gets suspended, I think it'll probably be LeBron. Um, but we'll see. MVP of the <laughs> NBA season right now, we can go. Real quick, real quick before we do move and leave, what did y'all think about as we're talking about this? The Jokic and Morris, when when uh, Morris fouled him and then Jokic went and pushed him. I think Morris was trying to get an Academy Award for faking how hard he was, how bad he was hurt. <laughs> you don't want to mess with Jokic. I mean, him and his brothers. Like the thing is, like right. says, the Morris brothers, they're trying to bully everybody, and they try to do that all the time, and they pick the wrong person to try and bully. <laughs> right, right. What about you, D? Did you see that? Uh, I did. Well, he pushed him in the back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And what what did the NBA do with that? Nothing. I don't think. Nobody, absolutely... I don't think anybody got suspended. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I I do have to say this, and 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 this this relates to any NBA game at all. When it get physical and they start pushing each other and stuff like that, that's when I'm interested in the game now because now I know. Like, this ain't one of those, hey, we're going to shake hands. Like, they do on, like, if you look at fights, the fights that are the best are the fights where they look like they hate each other, they don't get along, and when they get in the ring, it look like they're about to kill each other. Nobody wants to see somebody that say, hey, you know, I'm thrilled to fight you and giving them hugs and them hanging out with each other, and then they go in. So as it relates to basketball, football, or any professional sports, for you to show us that you professionally – don't like each other, we got a word for that. It's called a rivalry. But when you professionally don't like each other, that's when we're there to entertain. So I like the fact that the Detroit Pistons, the next game that they play, everybody going to watch only because the altercation that they had with the Lakers. They got to play them again. That that arena is going to be sold out, absolutely sold out. So with that so, being said. So you're talking 80s, 90s basketball. That's what I'm talking about. That's what it looks like is coming back. But I, it depends on how the commissioner handles this on whether or not it stays or if it goes. No, it won't come back. It's too well, he didn't do now. anything with Jokovic. So if he's it, yeah, if he but didn't, there was no blood involved. There was no running after everybody over and over again. They got in, uh, they got into each other's face, got separated, and it was over. That's what, kinda happened in the, that's what kind of happened. That's what happened. Yeah. But um, did you it, see? It, it also, too. And Stewart rushed like seven times. Yeah. Right. And I, outside of that, too, I, I know y'all all, y'all made a comment that Westbrook, like, was squaring up. That didn't help the situation <laughs> at all. He ain't fighting nobody. He just squared no. up. Somebody took a screenshot where he looks like the Notre Dame fighting Irish logo. It's hilarious. Bro, what's crazy is, is this is how the same stance, the same everything that. Uh, Westbrook had was the same stance on how I squared up with my kid when they hit me too hard when we was playing. Like I, th- my kid probably was like he was shook, but then was like, oh, he ain't gonna do nothing. Like we know you, bro. <laughs> like you, daddy. <laughs> right, right. That's that was that look. Yep. Well, real quick to answer your question before I ask, uh, Steph Curry's MVP gotta yes. be hundred percent. No, no questions asked. Yeah, and is getting Clay right Thompson now. back. Yeah, Giannis is number two, I would say, right now, though. Yeah, so. And then, then uh, third's probably Kyrie. Oh, yeah, I know. KD, you mean? <laughs> He's helping all those other teams that should be, you know, beaten or losing to the Nets. But, all right, guys, well, we appreciate you tuning in. We hope everyone has a wonderful Thanksgiving and Black Friday and start of your Christmas season. You guys have a uh, Versus episode dropping this Friday? Of course. Absolutely. So go check it out. Hold on, hold on. Well, obviously, he didn't watch last Friday's. I did. I saw so you. Who, who won? D'Angelo won, even though you changed the score and tried to say that you won. 
Oh, he paid oh, it. Oh, look at you, Tom. Uh-huh. Uh, I was in the airport. I had to find something to watch. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you guys, if you haven't watched the series, you need to go check it out. It's well done. They did a good job. It's just missing a little something. I can't quite put my finger on it. But missing a know. little time. <laughs> no, but it's great. And D'Angelo, you're actually a really good bowler. I'm I'm impressed. You're only thing is you're London, you know, because when you bowl a strike on the opposite side, it's called a Brooklyn. Did you know that? Now it's called uh, London. Called it Brooklyn because apparently it's. I just found that out like last year in that bowling league because people well, be, yeah, Brooklyn. I'm like, what? What? What, what is that? And it's because something to do with the the I, the New York the bridge or whatever. Like if you're on the left side or something, it's Brooklyn, and the other side is what Manhattan. I don't know. Anyways, okay. that's where it comes from. So, so this is very similar to stuffing and dressing being the same thing. Brooklyn right. and London, same thing. Right. I know. <laughs> well, tune in on Friday to see what D'Angelo will whoop Gary in next. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I appreciate that. I appreciate <laughs> that. Axe, right? yeah. You have to wait and see. Yeah. Throw that axe. Throw that axe in a circle. It, it said it in the Throw last episode, Gary. What do you mean? You got to wait and see. I, want, I wanted people that haven't seen it yet to wait and go find out. Uh. Uh, well, we appreciate y'all tuning in and tune in on Friday to watch D'Angelo throw that axe in a circle. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to 